Welcome to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Bogaiski, where I will take you on a deep dive into your own life so that hidden, hurting parts of your soul can be healed. This is a podcast about love, sex, pleasure, and relationships. You will learn how to feel safe, to truly love and connect with your body, surrender to the desires and hungers of your soul, and step into the beautiful, sensual, feminine, sexy, and powerful woman you were created to be. I believe deeply in my soul that sexuality is the missing key in personal growth and development. It is time to toss away all of the nonsense you have been taught about these taboo topics and heal your relationship to your sexuality. You can eliminate shame and guilt, own your sexy confidence, feel incredible in your skin, embrace the depths of exquisite pleasure and have the deeply connected relationships you truly desire. Grab your cozy socks, pour yourself a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is Jen Begeiski, and welcome to the next episode of the Sensual Feminine Life podcast. This week, I am going to take you behind the scenes to some unexpected life lessons on the dance floor. So many of you who have been following me know that I am a ballroom dancer, and in about three weeks, I will be performing in a dance showcase. And this past week, one of the things that we've been doing is doing a couple of double lessons so that I can get out some of the different kinks and quirks, right, in the dance performance. Um one of the things that I find interesting about this type of dance performance showcase is it's a routine that is actually created for me. So there were many, many weeks where I had to learn the actual routine. So we're getting to the point where I think it's been just a couple of weeks ago that we finally finished learning the routine and now it's actually going back and performing it and really getting to enjoy it. And and I think it's really important for those listening um, to understand from my perspective, this isn't about an actual performance. It's about feeling the energy of the song and the depth of the meaning within the song. So it's one thing to learn the moves, and then it's another thing to get to actually practice the moves and feel into the depths of the song. So there's a part of me that's been, I'll say a little bit nervous um, because there's only a few weeks left. And my favorite part is the actual feeling of the music, right? So when you have weeks and weeks where you're 
learning it and you're trying to figure out where do you put your foot? How do you do this? This is also the first time I've actually ever performed with two partners. So typically in a you know a dance competition, there's usually you know just one person that you're dancing with. But when it's a showcase and it's actually on stage and it's choreographed, you can actually have multiple partners and people on stage. It's actually quite fascinating. That's a whole story for another day. Um, but this particular day was was quite interesting. And we had a lesson with all three of us. And then afterwards, I had a private lesson with just one of the other instructors to, you know, fine tune and tweak certain parts. And there was one part in the dance where he wanted to go over. And it's actually something that if you see the move um, or you hear me explain it, it seems like it's very simple. But for some reason, I was struggling. And it was like every time I got to this particular point in the routine, I would stumble. And I would, I wouldn't fall, but I would wobble, lose my balance, and then get frustrated. And just think about that in your life, right? When you wobble or frustrated about something, like it kind of takes over in your head. And then it stops you from moving forward with the next thing that you have to do. So, what was happening for me is here I was having this move that was, I don't know, 10 seconds. And when I was not able to feel it and experience it like I wanted to, I would get frustrated and then I would get off course for the next piece. Um, so, of course, my instructor pulled me aside and was like, okay what's going on here? I'm like, I, I can't do this move. I don't understand. And he's like, yes, you can. I'm like, no, I can't turn. It literally was a couple of steps forward, turning around another couple of steps and turning around and then another couple of steps. And like I said, you would think it would be something that was simple. And part of me was making it harder than it needed to be. And when my instructor finally was like, what is going on? I'm like, I just can't do this. I can't. And I was in such a place of defeat. It was like I had it in my head. I can't do this. And I had remembered a previous session earlier on in um, when I was learning the, the dance. And I had another instructor working with me at the time, and it was a turn move. And I remember working on the turn move for almost the entire lesson and cried on my drive home because I thought, did I really just spend 45 minutes and all of this time on learning how to turn? And I still didn't get it. And all that I kept thinking about in my head was, here I go again. 
Like I'm going to spend another 45 minutes on not being able to turn. Like this is ridiculous. And part of me had kind of checked out. And that's when my instructor pulled out the big guns <laughs> and basically um, looked me in the eye and was like, what is going on? This is not about your ability at all. You can do this. You have a mental block. And of course, I'm in my defeated mode at the moment, playing victim and, you know, having my head down saying, I just can't do this. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why I stumble, why I wobble. And and then after I do these two moves, then I can't get to the next one. I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. I I, I don't know how to make this better. I just don't. And and after a few minutes of the two of us kind of fighting back and forth with one another, <laughs> um, and him telling me, stop it. This is a mental block. This is not about your ability. And he looked me in the eye and just kept saying those words over and over. And I could feel tears welling up in my eyes. And of course, he knows me. We've been dancing together for four and a half years. He knows who I am. He knows what my mission and passion is in life and, and what I do and what I believe in. And for me to literally get up there and say, I can't do this, I don't know how, was not normal. And what's fascinating is when someone knows you so well and knows what your deeper meaning in this whole dance, right? It was, that's the other interesting point, right? This is not just about performing. This dance for me is actually a deep expression of this song and what it means to me and what it means to stand for so many other women as well. And it was like he had to get into the depths of my heart and soul and look me in the eye and say, I've got you. You've got this. You've got you. We're going to do something different now. And he could clearly see the tears were starting to well up in my eyeballs. And um, it's funny because he's not usually this um, stern and clearly knew I needed it, but also didn't want to make me cry. So um, when he saw that my body and my mind got the message, we changed gears. And he's like, Jen, you know how to do this move. It's simple. You do it all the time. We do it together all the time. So he proceeded to show me and said, okay, you know, let's do this. He's like, 
The only thing that's different about this move is that I'm not holding your hand. You do this all the time. We've done it for four years. This is how it works. All that's different is I'm kneeling on the floor and you're, you're pushing my hand away from you. I'm not holding you. And that's when it hit me. And I was like, holy crap. No wonder I'm stumbling and falling and not moving through this with grace and ease. Because this is not just about turning. Somebody could look at this and say, okay, Jen, it's just about turning. You just do this with your feet and it's super easy. That's not what this was about for me. This was about trust. This was about trusting myself and my own power. You see, it's one thing to be able to do something when someone is holding you and you know that they're there. And it's another thing to trust yourself. And I don't know if we all truly understand the depths of what that really means to take 100% accountability for ourselves, to fully trust and believe in ourselves. I think we think we do. But in that moment, when I realized the mental block and then shared some thoughts out loud, he then went, ah, you know, like he already kind of intuitively knew something, right? But then when the body and the mind speak together. So that is what I feel is so important in life and in coaching. It is not just about the mind. The body is involved. We not only have to retrain the brain to stop saying things, we also need to retrain the cellular memory of the body to believe otherwise. So in that moment, he kind of took a different style in coaching me through this particular part of the dance routine. And basically brought me into focusing on my own power, my own strength, my own body strength to feel 
my foot on the floor, to feel the muscle in my body, to have intention on where my foot was going on the floor, as opposed to looking for and waiting for his hand to be there for me. And it was quite an interesting experience. And it's really hard to describe how it was. It's kind of one of those things that you have to just feel it. But so just trust me here in the moment, right? And we then worked for the next, oh, I don't know how many minutes, but we did it like 20 times over and over again. Once we identified the mental block, well, first we had to identify there was a mental block. Then it's what is the mental block and how do we move through the mental block and then reprogram that muscle memory differently. And when I finally was able to move through and do the move, and it, it was quite funny because he would be like, nope, you're not touching me. Like, I'm not holding you. <laughs> you're doing this on your own. And it was so wild. Because here I was doing, seriously, a simple move. And I made it so much more complicated than it needed to be. But it was because of this mental chatter in my brain. And how many of us have that wild mental chatter all the time over and over and over again in our heads? And what he said to me was, you know, most instructors would probably have you do this a couple of times and then move on to making it an even better experience to add, add arms and, you know, head moves and all that other jazz. I was like, we're not doing that. That's not what you need. You need to keep practicing the same move over and over and over again, repeatedly, constant space repetition. It's about not just retraining the brain, it's retraining the muscle memory so that the body remembers that the cellular memory of our body remembers. And I think it's such an important life lesson. So for me, this not only enabled me to uncover and excavate a mental block that had been stopping me for a long time. I also had the support system in place to help me move through that. And when you then have the mind and the body working together in parallel, the transformation is paramount. And I just remember doing that move over and over and over again, and then feeling this power at the end of it. 
And it truly is about trusting myself. Stepping forward into new ways of life, of my own value, my own worth, my own belief, right? Not needing someone there to prove I can do it. Now, this doesn't mean we don't need people in our lives. And it doesn't mean that we're never going to need someone for support. But there's a difference in having that strong, solid trust and belief in yourself. And that the experience I had in that 45-minute lesson was worth way more than the investment that I made for the past four months <laughs> in learning that routine. It's so interesting because you never know where your life lessons are going to be so many of us look at experiences or coaching, right? And say, okay, well, you know, dollars for hour, right? Like you charge a hundred dollars, you charge 250 bucks, you know, whatever it is. It's not about that. You don't know the one conversation, the one day the experiences, the thoughts that happen, that create that transformation. That experience was priceless. I could have said four or five months ago, I don't want to invest the money in that. It actually wasn't even on my to-do list <laughs> to do a dance showcase this year. But spirit called me to do it and I said yes, because it felt right. I've learned how to get more connected with my body and with my desires, and this felt right. And it's crazy because there's a part of me that knows even deeper why this was so important, why this was so important right now, why this was so important for me as Jen as a mom, as a business owner, as a lover, as a partner, as a friend. So many lessons in this experience. And that's, I think, the whole point. Life is about experiences. It's not just about a 45-minute conversation, a 30-minute conversation, or one time. You never know the day and the time when something is going to transform your life. And as I am recording this podcast here, Right? There's so many more thoughts coming into my head 
one is claiming that trust in self, stepping forward in belief, in trust, without having to hold someone's hand. And at the same time, there's another layer of this whole concept of defining value in worth in things and experiences. I mean, how often do you say, oh, is that really worth it? Is it worth that amount of money? Well, depends on what your value and worth is. See, I've come to the point where when I desire something, it doesn't matter what the cost is. Money is just energy. It's about trust. It's about faith. It's about trusting yourself to make the best decisions for you. It's about trusting yourself in your own desires. It's about believing in yourself. It's about believing and having faith in a higher power. That source is always there to provide for us. But we must first trust in ourselves. It's not about looking for validation and support from others. It's not about looking for support from spirit, right? So many of us put that expectation of God wants it for me. No. You have to trust yourself first and foremost. And then when you do that, miracles happen. Doors open. This is where faith and surrender really come into play. It's letting go of this codependency and stepping into full trust and belief, who you are, what you stand for, and also that faith in knowing that source is abundant. Source always provides. But you must first believe. Thank you so much for listening to the Sensual Feminine Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Begeiski. If you have enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And leave a review to help reach other passionate women like you know they are not alone in this journey to experiencing thriving relationships exquisite pleasure, and sexy confidence. If you have felt a calling to take this work to a deeper level, this is your sacred invitation to join my free Facebook group, Essential Feminine Life, or 
It's Kautilei Heart to Heart with me to learn more about how you can take this work to the next level and say yes to your pleasure and your desire.